heads and welcome into another edition of the JMAC podcast. So glad that you're here with us today. Um, yes, it is another day of talking about election fraud. Why? Because there's still a very large portion of people in this country who believe that election fraud happened. Why do they believe that? Because one man told them that it happened. That man had a vested interest in in spreading the lie that there was election fraud. So I'm going to keep you up to date on any evidence, any research, any studies, any audits to see if we can actually find this election fraud. I am not one, you know me, I am not one to just deny something out of hand. I am one to go investigate, to go and watch, and to go and see. And here in the state of Utah, there was some legislation passed that would audit our election system. Well, we now have the results of that audit. And my friends, I am here to tell you that um, dead people may have voted. It's true. Dead people may have voted. Uh, Dead people were at least on the voter rolls. Um, So maybe President Trump was was right. Dead people voted. Uh, Let's take a look at the story. This is uh, the Salt Lake Tribune. Uh, Brian Schott, uh, I'll read you some of this. A deep dive into Utah's vote-by-mail system found, oh, no evidence of fraud widespread errors, or systematic problems during the 2022 midterm elections. Additionally, legislative auditors found that the safeguards already in place are sufficient to thwart any attempts to undermine election integrity. Uh, We took some time, uh, probably almost a year ago, to interview Sherry Swenson about the election system, about the ballots, about the security involved. And after that interview, I received message after message from people saying they had no idea how secure mail-in mail-in voting is. Uh, That uh, video is still available on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, I suggest you go back and watch it. Maybe we'll post it again. Uh, Brian Schott continues. He says, still, investigators pointed out several areas that are in need of improvement. Now, this is something I've said the whole time. I I have nothing against analyzing our voting systems and finding improvement. That's very different. Like if you say every every single election, we're going to spend some money and we're going to go back and we're going to do an audit of that election and we're going to look for security flaws And we're going to make sure that everything was done correctly. That is very different than claiming election fraud with no evidence and then spending tax dollar money to go in and to find the claim of election fraud to be true. That's what happened here in the state of Utah. There were already systems built in to go back and uh, continue to assess the security of our systems. This was done because one man claimed voter fraud. Now, Brian Schott continues. He says, legislative leaders ordered the audit last December in the wake of Donald Trump's false claim of widespread voter fraud. Uh, Utah House Majority Leader Mike Schultz 
argued the look would dispel any doubts about Utah's voting system. There should have been no doubts. There should have been zero doubts about the voting system. Where did the doubts come from? I'll say it again and again from one man. That's who the doubts came from. And it caused mayhem across the country and millions of tax dollars to be spent because of one man. Uh, let's see. Auditors observed the 2022 primary election. I'm quoting again. Uh, in all 29 of Utah's counties, they found that Utah's decentralized system where individual counties oversee elections creates a firewall that makes it extremely difficult to compromise a statewide or national election. I've been telling you this for years, and it's not just on a county level, it's on a state level because the Constitution allows each state to decide how they're going to run their elections. So if you're going to rig elections in five, six, seven, eight states, you've got to rig all of their individual counties because they all run their counties differently. And then you've got to rig it at a state level. The idea, the audacity to suggest that this was somehow pulled off is just remarkable. Uh, Brian says, the final report also refuted one of the more outlandish conspiracy theories surrounding elections. Auditors examined election equipment in several counties and found no evidence that these machines are connected to the internet. No evidence. My pillow guy, no evidence. So just stop. Just go back to selling pillows. You know what might be a good idea, my pillow guy, is to sell pillow cases with your pillows that have artistic uh, works of Donald Trump's life, like pillow cases with him when he was a NASCAR driver or when he was a naval pilot or when he was a superhero with lasers coming out of his eyes, that might be a next good place to go instead of spreading lies and untruths. Now, I think this is important, and I'm glad the Salt Lake Tribune pointed this out in their story. They did find areas of concern. And this is why when the idea of an audit came out, I'm like, sure, knock yourself out. Let's find out if there's other things that we can do. So uh, Brian says the report found slight discrepancies between the reported number of ballots and the number of voters during this year's midterm elections. The total number of ballots in question was fewer than 2,000 statewide. Nine counties had more votes than ballots while 13 counties had more ballots than votes. Those discrepancies may be alarming, but investigators concluded some errors are likely the result of clerical mistakes and recommended that the lieutenant governor's office establish rules to standardize this process. Um, let's see. They say it, it has to do with how the clerks sort the ballots um, I won't dive into the nitty-gritty of this, but you can see it uh, on the Tribune's website. Um, they did talk about, um, the report does talk about a lack of staffing 
in the lieutenant governor's office um, that would make it hard to keep track of all this. Um, one of the places that they pointed out, and we've talked about this, and we talked about it with Sherry Swenson, is that the voter rolls are always changing. You've got people moving in, you've got people moving out, uh, even moving from one uh, voting jurisdiction to the other. You've got people dying. You've got people coming to the age of voting. So the voter rolls are very dynamic. And keeping on top of that is uh, very difficult. And more needs to be done. They use a tracking application known as VISTA. By statute, the lieutenant governor's office is responsible for referencing several different data sets to help maintain those records. Um, 17 counties in Utah have done maintenance on registration lists within the last year, and 10 more counties have updated their database sometime during the previous two years. Um, and then auditors also found, as I said, that the lieutenant governor's office did not perform its legally required duty to ensure that deceased voters had been removed from the voter database, discovering that over 250 dead voters had not been removed. Uh, the, the report also dinged Henderson's office for not having enough staff. I mentioned this. So uh, let's see if there's anything else in here. Um, go back and read the story. Uh, I'm glad that they found discrepancies. I'm glad that they found areas where they can improve the system. Uh, but bottom line is just like the Arizona audit, just like the three audits that were done in Georgia, um, they all found that these systems are very hard to compromise. Now, there is human error. And uh, there, as I said, the voting rolls change all the time. So it, it's a it's a it's an issue, and they need to figure out ways to keep up with it. But is it an issue that has even ever affected the result of a single election? Well, I haven't seen that. Have you seen that? Do you have evidence of that? Um, I would like to see it. the The truth continues to be, that somebody did try and steal the election, and it's one person. He actually had some help. Uh, his name is Donald J. Trump. He tried to steal an election, a free and fair election. Now, I'm sure if you do an audit in every single state, you're going to find similar issues, and let's close these loopholes, and uh, let's make people more uh, confident in the election system. But let me let me just ask you this final question as as I wrap up this particular recording. Uh, it keeps getting mentioned that we should do this to improve people's confidence in the voting system. Do you believe, and let's be honest here, do you believe that if Donald J. Trump had never questioned the voting system, that there would be widespread doubt in our electoral process. I don't. I don't. Um, I think it took three times for him to create the doubt uh, that he created, doubt so big, so strong, that it resulted in an insurrection on the, on the United States Capitol. Um, 
But that's where the doubt came from. That is the source of the doubt. That's where it came from. Uh, and until we identify that, um, you can do all of all of the audits in the world. This audit is not going to change the mind of people who believe Donald J. Trump and absolutely everything that he says. You can audit until you're blue in the teeth. But uh, I, I, I actually happen to believe that if Donald J. Trump came out now and said, oh, my bad, there was no election fraud, I don't think they would believe him. I think it is so deeply ingrained, ingrained now because of his constant, constant barrage of this claim. I don't think that they would uh, believe him. Just like uh, after he constantly downplayed the vaccine, said that the virus would go away without the vaccine, um, didn't tell anybody that he got vaccinated, and then and then came out during the rallies and said, hey, you need to get vaccinated. I did. And what happened? He got booed for it. He had created such a negative attitude towards it that when he came out and and did the right thing, and it was the right thing, he got booed for it. And, and I think it's because of the deep level of programming that he had done uh, for a year and a half. And he has been programming people since 2016 that election fraud exists on a wide scale. If he came out today and said, ah, you sorry, my bad, it doesn't exist, his core supporters wouldn't believe him. They'd say, oh, he's just saying that so that he can run for president. He's just saying that for for whatever. Um, they They wouldn't go along with him. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. All right, my friends, that is our broadcast for today. Please take a minute and like, subscribe, share, uh, whatever you have to do to help me uh, stay on the air and continue to broadcast. Uh, please do that for me. And if you're able to, I know times are hard for some people and there is inflation. It's affecting me as well. If you can go to jmcfarland.com and join our members club for as little as $5 a month, that will help me continue to bring you daily broadcasts about the important issues of the day. So I appreciate those of you who are already subscribers. Thank you so much. Uh, I use some of that money to fix my camera issues. I'm not flickering anymore. I had to get a new little teleprompter. Um, so most of the money is used to just keep this broadcast going and maybe for an occasional happy meal. I mean, you know, maybe. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for joining me. Have a, a wonderful day.